Welcome to the Adonis Index Podcast. I'm John Barber, and with me is Chad Frakes, and he won. He came in first place in the most recent uh, Adonis Transformation Contest. I guess they've been nicknamed AT and the following number, so this is AT12. Yep, AT12. You're right. So so we were just discussing before we were recording. um, I I always ask people what they thought of their pictures, and, and and then it always gets into the the story of you don't notice the changes because um, you see yourself every day until you see the, the before and after, and then all of a sudden you're like, wow, I totally changed there. So wh- let's just start right there. What did you think when you saw your pictures side by side and then also what you were mentioning that you had a bigger transformation um, that the contest didn't totally capture? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, saying, you know, I was really impressed with it. Um, I knew I was getting in good shape i knew i was on track to get in good shape but just putting them on picture looking at them um yeah it's just amazing you know like oh that's actually me um and i was really blown away when i look at my starting adonis you know taking that picture it's like just i was pretty far out of shape you know and talk talk about that because until until this conversation all I've seen is your contest pictures. What's when did you actually start with us? Like how long ago? And when did you actually have a picture? Did you actually take a before picture, or was it just some random picture you grabbed at that time? No, I took a actually. So the picture I have, uh, my before picture, would be actually because I entered at eleven. Oh, okay, as well. right, okay, yep. So I got a picture from that. I may have a couple pictures prior to that, but I joined Adonis like uh, just prior to AT11. I can't remember exactly what month that started, but I joined, I think it was the very end of April okay. last year mm-hmm. is when I joined Adonis. So, and then kind of, you know, prior to that, I've always, I grown up uh, being a hard gainer. Mm-hmm. I mean, through high school and then even my early 20s, I did uh, construction, concrete flat work. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, it was all physical labor. So, um, and I started lifting weights about 19. I was 19. And how old are you now? I'm uh, 34. Oh, good for you. I was in your picture. <laughs> you look like you're 22. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of blessed with that. Oh, that's great. All right. So, so, so you started oh, yeah. 19. So it's been a while. You have well, well over a decade of training in you. Yeah. Yeah. So, but when I started training, you know, like I said, I was a hard gainer. I was burning lots of calories, which I didn't even know at the time. I'm just like, oh, you know, I got a high metabolism, whatever. But I would lift. I'd take in, you know, as much protein as possible, eat whatever I wanted at the amounts that I wanted. And, you know, so I put some muscle on, um, but I could never get big. You know, I was like, I want to get bigger. I always want to get bigger. Mm-hmm. So I just couldn't do it. And then um, it's like, Oh, when I was 25, I got out of the construction, went into telecommunications, which is where I'm at now, been at ever since. Well, so life got a lot easier for me, and I was able to start putting on weight, uh, or I should say putting on size, and then it was, I think it was about 2007, I don't know if you're familiar with, uh, like, Max Muscle had that supplement, it's called Trend Extreme. Mm, no, but go on. 
Okay, but anyways, it's a pro-hormone, and I uh, took that. So in the process, you know, prior to that, like, you know, life getting a little easier, not burning too many calories throughout the day, uh, I did start, I was starting to put on a little bit of a gut, too, you know. So you noticed a big difference when you stopped the real heavy physical labor sort of job, like that really oh, yeah. did contribute they, to conditioning. Yeah, you know, and I kind of thought, I was like, oh, well, maybe it's just, I'm getting older now, you know, my metabolism slowing down. But what I know now from joining Adonis, it's like, no, it's I was that active all day long, you know, that, and then all of a sudden I wasn't. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I'm sure it's uh, with how many calories I was burning. But anyway, so then going to that trend, so I got that supplement, and that stuff was, uh, man, it, it, increased strength is like turning on a light switch you know like a week after taking it i was like benching 50 more pounds wow and but the bad part is is i kept eating like i have always known to eat and i put on a lot of fat Mm. now were you like consciously attempting to quote bulk or you just weren't paying attention and you just kept doing what you do and didn't realize you that know, your your previous I, job was that you burnt that many calories at your previous job. Yeah, you know, I mean, I didn't want to put on bulk. I was just kind of stuck in that rut. You know, I just wanted to, you know, as be uh, as big as or as strong as the guy next to me working out. You yep. know. Yep. Oh yeah. So, and I, you know, what I didn't know is. I was pretty close. I mean, I'm sure I was probably under, you know, muscled for maybe my shoulder circumference and stuff, but I was probably closer to my golden ratio at that point before ever trying to get bigger, uh-huh. you know, because now, like, I'm down to 142 pounds. Well, so when I'm saying I was a hard gainer and I was doing that concrete construction, I was right around 140 pounds yeah and how tall are you i'm five foot six okay so that's actually a good size for you then yeah 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 so but you know it's like i think as a man it's like we always want to get bigger and and i struggled with that too actually coming down because so when i started uh adonis i was like 180 pounds Really? Oh, okay, so that's your like before yeah. before. So you've lost like yeah. almost forty pounds. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I was like 180, and you know now I'm down to the weight. Anyways, pretty much that I was years before. Right now, do you do you so, is your conditioning and your shape and your is it better this time around? Your proportions? Yes. Yes. Definitely. I wish I had measurements, you know, from how I was before, so I knew how close I was. But right. Yeah. It's, it's all the really different. Yeah. It's all the different. It's all the different ways 140 and change pounds can actually look. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I can definitely tell, you know, from me then to now, I'm way more defined. So I definitely am more muscled. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, right. and everything's in good proportion. So what do you think of this conditioning you're in now? Is this would you say it's the best conditioning of your life? Yeah, yeah, I would. I would. But you know, one thing I would add to that is uh especially when I was cutting down is uh is kinda rough on me there for a while because uh not only for myself 
you know, because like I said, I was always stuck in that, oh, I want to be bigger. You know, all of a sudden I'm dropping pounds, dropping inches off my shoulders. Mm. Um, but I would hear from uh, friends and even my significant others, like, you know, you're getting too skinny. You know, I kept hearing that all the time. And, and you don't look skinny I, I, in your pictures. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, they're used to seeing me carrying all this fat, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're like, oh, your face is sinking in, you know. You know, especially seeing the difference, the changes through my face. Yeah. Now, did you, now how, I got a question. Did you, did your, you know, the, people mention that, and people are keyed in on the shape of someone's face. Now, I don't know if you noticed this. Did you notice that while you were actively losing weight, your face might have been more drawn in than what it is now, like, uh, you know, a week or two after the contest and you've normalized a bit? Like, has your face kind of filled yeah. out a little bit? You know what I mean? Yeah, I would definitely say that. It's uh, I, didn't, I didn't really know if it has, you know, filled out, kind of got used to it, or if it's just I've got used to it. Oh, right. You know, looking at myself like this. Mm -hmm. Because I think just like, um, you know, when I was uh, cutting down, it's like week after week, you know, it's like kind of maybe a little bit uh, obsessed, you know, looking in the mirror, could see all the changes, could see all excited. And now I'm just used to it because I'm just, you know, that's me. Yeah. I think I think that the thing other people struggle with is that constant change because most people people aren't used to seeing people change and especially people aren't used to seeing people lose weight so when they actually see it they're not sure what they're looking at and yeah and and, and i will add to that though that uh all them people are saying i'm was getting too skinny and then you know once i got done they're like wow you know you look good yeah so all of a sudden they see what you were trying to do and they're like oh i get it like was there any when they finally did, you show all of these people your after pictures. Yep. And did they just? Oh be, yeah. Did they? That was enough. They were like, okay, no, you, obviously you're not skinny. You're you're not skinny at all, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, uh, you know, and some I noticed like they don't even say anything. It's kind of like they're uh, uh, intimidated of it. Oh, they can't find the appropriate words, so they just don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's a lot for someone to process when they see, especially if they've just at some point mentioned something in a negative light, like they're, "Oh, you're too skinny." Then they see that, they're like, "Oh, he's not skinny at all." Like, well, wait a minute. Then what? They probably it's probably forcing them to think through what they just saw or what they've been saying because they're so far off, right? Like, yeah, they're probably yeah. trying to process how is it that they could misjudge what skinny is so badly just by, you know, uh, snap judgment of what your face looks like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and you see people do it all the time, you know, like mm -hmm. telling people, oh, they're you know they're too skinny, and it's like, no, you know, they're actually carrying fat on them. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, I guess, just people are not used to seeing somebody in the shape that we're designed to be, which is kind of sad. It, it, yeah, it really is. Like, if people are just used to seeing everyone overweight, and then when anyone just starts to get in what, you know, we have we think in our communities a good shape. And it's not extreme. We're not, like, talking about being so shredded that you're on a bodybuilding stage. Like, we're talking about looking good on a beach. That's kind of what we're talking about. That, sh yeah. that shouldn't be so dramatic for people to see. People, instead of saying, oh, you're getting skinny, 
why isn't it that people are saying, oh, you're finally getting in good shape? Like it's, yeah, yeah. You know, how is – it's kind of a sad statement on what we've accepted as a standard around here that anyone who gets in Adonis or Venus shape seems to be straying from the – well, is straying from the norm. That's kind of sad. Yeah. You know, and I would say, too, it was – the only people I'd hear that from is people outside of the gym. Inside of the gym, you know, everybody's like, you're getting lean, you know, you look good. And even the people – I work out in the morning, mm-hmm. so – in the morning, it's like everybody that's in there, you know, they mean business. There's no standing around talking. Yeah, they're not so, the 5 o'clock you know, water cooler crowd that yeah, Yeah, it's like we're there to get it done and get out of there. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't get up early to go talk. Yeah. But um, so even the ones that didn't say anything to me, you know, I catch them, they're always staring at me, you know, and they still are, because I'm saying, they're in there just as much as I do, but they don't look any different than when I started going there. Right. You know, it's like I'm the only one in there making these changes. And how ironic is that? Because everyone's there to try to make a change. Yeah, it is. But if you, you know, I don't pay too much attention to them, but I know it's like they work out the same way I used to. You know, it's like you pick one body body part or two for the day and you pulverize it mm-hmm. you know and it's like i i don't know it just doesn't work that way and then the biggest thing that i know now is well it's they're not changing their eating habits mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh you yeah know, because that's that's the biggest thing it doesn't matter how much you go in there i see people they're overweight and they're in there every day running on the treadmill for hour hour and a half and their body's not changing like Quit doing all that cardio and change your eating. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, now that you've – this is a good segue. Talk about how you went from 180 to 142. Um, you obviously <laughs> said you were gaining – now, is this the first time you've ever consciously in your life attempted to lose body fat, or have you sort of done this before? Yeah, it, it is the first time. Now, I did lose body fat before because I was – uh, actually going back to that when I took that trend I actually got up to about 190 Wow! and I was I mean I was pretty bulked up then you know so I, I was definitely carrying a lot of fat obviously you know mm. you can't have that much muscle but uh, or not not for me anyways you know maybe with the uh, real steroids I don't know <laughs> maybe with but it real def- trend yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely was not no lean hard it was more bulky but I carried you know a lot of power with it so yeah. it's all good about that um, but anyway so then after that it's like I kind of stayed that once it I took that trend and it got me up to that weight I like stayed there even though I was no longer taking the trend or anything. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's like, so especially if I had periods where I didn't do a lot a lot of lifting, it's like then it just really became a lot of fat. Mm-hmm. But anyways, then about, oh, in 2010, I went through a divorce, and I dropped all my weight. You know, it's just I couldn't eat, couldn't sleep. I was under severe stress. And I mm-hmm. dropped all my weight and went back down to, I think it was like a 150, 145. Were you even and exercising I, or not even doing that? <clears throat> you know, I was at first, and then I just I, I quit exercising and stuff. had too much stuff going so on. So do you have any just, pictures of yourself at that state? I know maybe that's not the time of life where you want to be in front of a camera. Yeah, uh, you mean like when I was dropped down to that 
Yeah, I want to know what that looked like. Uh, you know, I probably could search and find something. Yeah, that would be great. If you can. I, I don't if you know can. if I would it, have anything with my shirt off. Eh, no, nah, whatever. It, just, it would be, well, yeah, I mean, it would be just neat to profile these looks if you can, but whatever. So go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'll search it, try to find it. But, so I would say I dropped down at that point, and that was not me, you know, making the choice to do so. It mm-hmm. just happened. And I was like, oh, well, I guess this <clears throat> this is a blessing out of the deal. You know, I got rid of my fat. But then, uh, you know, once I started getting settled down again, because here I was in that same situation, I, like, did not know how to change my eating habit because, like I said, all my life, it's like, oh, I eat whatever I wanted. Uh-huh. So, and then I gained it right back. <clears throat> and I stayed there and carried it until I joined Adonis. And that was like the greatest thing ever because I just really, growing up from being that hard gainer, I did not know how to lose fat. I knew how to work out and try to put mass on, but coming to trying to lean up and fat loss, I was clueless. Mm-hmm. And so you start in on your first cut down, and what do you do? Just use the calculator and go? <clears throat> yeah, I followed uh, RTD just all the way. You know, I just uh, put in my measurements and did what the calculator told me to. They said 1,000 calories. I went to, you know, some people in that hear that too. They're like, oh, that's too extreme. That's too low. I'm like, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah. I, I, trusted uh, your advice you know and did you taper up as it suggests as you got leaner in the whole yep. thing yeah yep i tapered up uh, just followed it you know and then with that i followed the anything goes too you know i mean i ate what i wanted to eat there's nothing special about it you know like oh i'm gonna eat this and this and this i ate what i felt like eating but just adjusted my calories to it, whether it was daily or, you know, I always aimed for to hit the weekly goal. So if I had something going on that day or just say I wanted to eat big that day and I wanted to go eat a big uh, Mexican feast, you know, burritos, beans, rice, I did it. You know, nachos. (laughs) Yeah, and I, I would count the calories and I'd make up for it later. You know, whether a lot of time I didn't really use fasting that much <clears throat> i did fast a couple times um like full 24 hour fast mm. but other than that is what i found worked the best for me is i would just eat smaller portions for the other meal or i would just i guess my fasting would be oh i ate too much for breakfast lunch time i'm gonna fast through supper mm-hmm. You know, or just eat something right. really small, which in supper I usually just ate my chicken breast or lean steak or fish, you know. So it's really, that's not that many calories anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you eat that and, you know, cup uh, veggies. And so was this, like, was that like, was how hard was the whole process? Was it just, or is it just unfamiliar, like the concept of eating like that and losing weight? Yeah, it. You know, it was difficult. I can't say it was just totally easy, but it it did come pretty easy for me. I mean, I, I've always been the type of guy, you know, when I put my mind to something, it it's going to happen. Uh-huh. You know, I'm going to make it happen. There's uh, 
I'm not going to let, you know, like when I've had a thousand calories and my stomach's hurting, you know, I'm hungry. It's like, you know, I did not give in to that. So, you know, with all the calories I have, that's all that I'm eating. Is that it? What was, did you have any other mental sort of internal self-talk as how you got through that? Like, I know we have other people who said that they train themselves to recognize that sort of stomach, you know, discomfort as that's the feeling of fat burning. I don't know. Did you, or did you just, just be like, no, this is temporary. You just have to get through it. Like what, did you have any sort of mantra you kind of followed? Uh, yeah, you know, I did hear some of the other guys saying that, so I did kind of put that in my mind, too. Mm. You know, this this is where I'm burning my uh, fat. Mm. So, and then I just knew, like, especially there in the beginning, you drop down to that thousand calories, is I can't even remember. I'd have to let you know, I've got my measurements written down, but it's I just start dropping inches, you know, quick. So it's like, all right, I'm on the right track. You know, so that was enough motivation for me. I knew what I was doing was working. Yeah, and I guess I guess when you see, uh, when you start seeing results, then that that's motivating. So it's especially yeah. at the beginning when you do the drastic cut at the beginning, the way reverse taper shows you. When you have the most to lose, you can lose it the quickest, and that's also when we're 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 rec- we're asking you to push the hardest. So you've got this perfect storm of, yeah, your calories are low, and yeah, we're asking you to push hard, but don't worry, because literally two days from now, you'll be a pound and a half lighter, so the results are fast. So <clears throat> Yeah, and then the calories start coming up, too. I don't think I was really at 1,000 calories for that long, and then it moved me up to like 1,200, you know, so a couple hundred more calories. You know, that was nice. And that doesn't, sound, I, like, that doesn't sound like much, but that extra 200 is nice. <clears throat> Yeah, that's like, well, when you're used to eating at uh, 1,000, you know, you get used to that. It's like 200, that's like another meal. Yeah, yeah, that's like a whole tub of Greek yogurt or something. That's something. That's Yeah, and that's, you know, even like now, well, oh, so I should uh, say, too, because I was at 40-inch waist at that time when I started. Mm, Okay. You know, now I'm 29 and a half, which is my golden. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, so they they fell off, you know, the inches fell off pretty quick. And then my shoulders were at 51, so my goldens, uh, the calculator says 47.3 quarters. Yeah. And actually in that, uh, at the, probably the last four weeks of AT12, because I, I was right at 48 on my shoulders, and then I, all of a sudden in that last four weeks, I dropped down to 47. So I lost a total of, you know, four inches mm-hmm. on my shoulder circumference. Yeah, but that's you didn't need it. I mean, you got leaner, right? That's the yeah. that's the that's the biggest psychological trick for guys is when their shoulder, if they've been carrying a lot of fat mass, when their yeah. shoulder circumference drops, and it's so hard for us to accept the fact that yes, we even store fat around our shoulders and upper back and chest and. That's that. It's not like that just stays, and the rest of your body get like all we. What we want is the biggest shoulders possible and the smallest waist. But yeah, but you don't want fat shoulders, or I don't even know how to say yeah, that. You, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously your shoulders become more defined, and if they went from less defined to more defined, well, the only way that happens is a loss of fat, which in turn means a loss of inches. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, you know, I got good definition through my shoulders now or before they're just puffy you know it's like oh they look big in a shirt you know i went from 
wearing extra large shirts to now medium, in some cases even small. Yeah, hey, I mean, and at your height and the way shirts are sized, it it doesn't make sense for you to be wearing a large. Yeah, yeah, but uh, when I was carrying all that fat, that's what I needed because my shoulders were that big. Yeah, and then I mean, like, do you say you were all the way up to one ninety? Like, I'm six foot tall. I was, I'm around one ninety. So, I don't, yeah, you know, it's just clear that at your height, that's too much. Yeah, way uh, too much. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, so now that you've gone through this, you've seen the process. We're actually a couple of weeks post contest. I always like to get people's thoughts on what it feels like a couple of weeks past the contest. What, like, have you? And obviously, it was like right over Christmas and stuff. So, do you? What did you? What'd you do? What are you doing right now? Uh, you know, right afterwards, uh, about a week after, I went and took a vacation. Went to the beach, uh, enjoyed myself. Uh, so that was <clears throat> the first time. So for that week, I took a one week vacation. I did not work out all week, and then. So when I came back, you know, jumped right back into my workouts, and it is amazing how much just from one week off, how sore I got really from jumping back into my workouts. Yeah, uh-huh. well, and it might have been too because I changed from I was doing the Cat One MBF, mm-hmm. and then when I came back, I jumped into the Advanced Growth Series. So you know the workouts change too. Sure. So. Oh well, that's a lot to do with it. They're those are yeah. totally different structure. What do you think of those, by the way? Oh, I like them. Good. I like them Good. a lot. Yeah. You know, giving me uh, something different. So. Good. Um, but anyways, yeah. Then there was a few challenging times though through this uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Lots of sweets and everything. Have around, you, but have you found your appetite has changed in any way? Like I know we've had some contest winners who've lost a lot of weight, went from being a person who had a sweet tooth to a savory tooth, so they liked salty snacks now instead of sweet snacks. And then we've had people do the reverse; yeah. they went from yeah, sweet to I would, salty. I, I would say uh, more because I've never been one that have really cared about sweets. I'm more, you know, give me a steak and potato. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then. Going through these holidays, I don't know if it's just a little phase or what, but, man, I was craving sweet stuff, and, you know, it was around. So, I mean, I enjoyed myself and had some and just, you know, continued with the uh, reverse taper diet as uh, hitting my weekly goal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and actually the past three, four weeks, I really, because I think, yeah, it's been a little over a month since AT12, so when I came back from vacation, I've been playing around with not counting my calories. I used uh, my fitness, you know, to keep track of them and just trying to wing it. Um, and I'm staying, you know, my measurements, I'm staying right within a half inch, you know, fluctuation per week. So it's working. Um, I don't know if I really like it yet. So I think uh, starting this next week, I'm going to go back to counting them just because I have no idea where my protein intake is or nothing, and I don't. I for myself, I like to know where it's at. Right. So you you haven't a hundred percent got to the point where you can just eyeball it. No, you know I kind of know pretty much where I'm at, and like for breakfast, I always know where I'm at breakfast. I I eat the same thing for breakfast mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. You know my first 
and like I said, I work out in the morning, so then I, I work out fasted, and then I come home and eat, you know, half cup dry oats and six egg whites. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I always know where I'm at on that. But then through the day, you know, because I was, through AT12, I was measuring everything. You know, I knew exactly what I was eating. So I don't know if I'm quite ready to give that up completely. Right. Now, you is know, that, cause is now that... I'm sitting there wondering, like, am I under-eating? Am I, you know, slightly overeating? And I guess uh, another thing I was thinking, too, is I think I need to keep track of it because I need to find, I know what the calculator says, you know, eat this for my maintenance, but what is my maintenance? What's my maintenance during the week when I'm working, when I'm working out? What's my maintenance on the weekend so that I know exactly where I'm at? where that fine line is because, you know, like you've said it time and time again, um, overeating can be, you know, by 100, 200 calories. You know, it's like where I start putting fat on again. So I kind of want to know where that limit is. Yeah, and it takes, it'll take some time and it's, I mean, it's hard. There's no, there's no like, that's not a fine line. That's more of a, that's more of a fat blurry line, right? Like, Yeah. on any given day, your activity level's not identical. You, either you do go to the gym or you don't, or you, you know, you have a harder workout or not. You you're busy doing other stuff or you're not. Like every day's, is you know, it's a fuzzy target. It's not really a bullseye. It's just the area around the bullseye. So, you, that's how you kind of. But you do get a feel for it. Like you get a feel for how busy you were that day and how much you ate. And and but like you said. If you if without really paying attention, most of us will always eat all the way to maintenance, and then it's easy to just go a bit over, like like you said, a couple hundred calories over. Yeah. And then two three weeks of that, you're like, oh, I'm kind of looking a little bit, a little softer than I looked, you know, a month ago. And you do that for two months, and then you know it's not it's not terrible. Like you're really close still, but now you're like two three pounds away, which still is not a lot, but. You and I both know how long it even takes to just take three pounds of fat off. You're looking at like three or four weeks of work. You're like, oh wait, so hang yeah. on a sec. Like, you know, you loosen up for three weeks. Oh, it's some three probably. You know, it's almost equal time to you know, however loose you are, it's almost equal time to take it back off. Yeah, yeah, and especially that last little bit. You know, I mean, I I definitely had to work harder for in the end get that off yeah did that did you add any cardio or what'd you do there <clears throat> yeah yeah i had to start adding cardio which and you know the whole time since i joined adonis um i didn't do any cardio uh, it was very rarely you know i just kept my calories where they need to be and the fat started coming off um it's like yeah why waste my time doing cardio you know, so so when did you add it for how how long and how much i started you know, I started with AT12. I started adding a little bit right away, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, maybe once a week. Get on the treadmill for, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Okay, so like and then, Yeah, nothing crazy. And then even towards the second half, I never, I really kind of kept it. Actually, during the second half, I think I even started, you know, is like 10, 15 minutes, so it is rare for me even to be on there for 20 minutes. And, and nothing, did you add any more? Or? No, no. Oh, is that I all? Kept, okay, that's not very yeah, much. You know, and, and then I guess I would do it a couple times a week. So. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, I mean, so, as far as I'm I concerned, that's need, hardly anything. Yeah, yeah, but I did need that little bit of cardio, it seemed like, um, 
otherwise it I, I mean I was still I think it still would have came off but it may have taken me longer mm-hmm. you know because especially my calories were getting up close to maintenance right, at yes, that point exactly. too yeah well it sounds like you do follow the system like exactly how it's supposed to work you didn't really deviate from it and it got you well you won yeah <laughs> yeah I guess there's nothing yep. else to say right? <laughs> yeah yeah it worked you're your Adonis works, you know. Mm. Um, I get, you know, I did work pretty hard through that AT12 too, uh, pretty much for the whole thing. I was doing seven days a week working out. Yeah. Um, if I didn't make seven, it was sick. So did you just fast forward uh, to the next but, workout then? Yeah, yeah, which was kind of hard doing the MBF because, you know, you hit day five and then day one's the same thing, so I would have to alternate them. Uh, I would go, you know, so day five, I'd have to jump to day two and then come back to day one. And oh, that's interesting. So you just kept breaking up the pattern. and Oh, that's cool. And so Yeah, how, yeah, because I'm go? like, I can't do the same thing two yeah. days in a row, you yeah. know. It's like except one's uh, uh, incline bench and one's flat, you know, but it's like, oh, there, there ain't no way I'm doing squats and benching again today. So you took the... Because in that program, the odd numbered days are very similar, and the even number days are. So you just kept flipping in and out. That's cool. Yeah, because day one and day five are exactly the same except day one. Well, is, the way it's uh, written is, I'm expecting people to take two days off between those two days. Yeah, yeah, but I just, uh, I just kept going. Uh, the only thing for the first six weeks, I added a uh, on Tuesdays. I went to a class. It's called Hardcore More. Mm-hmm. at my gym you know and it's just a bunch of core work uh work with some other muscle group and then by the halfway into it i dropped that class and just focused uh solely on the workout just feel like just feel like too much yeah oh i guess i did boosters too so oh, i did? did uh the first four weeks i did uh when i do arms the advanced arms mm-hmm Think and then I did advanced back. So what? And, what and I did advanced uh, shoulders too. I was gonna. I wanted to try to get in advanced chest there, but there is just with that program. I tried it and I was like, that's just it's too much. I was already three days a week working chest. I'm like, and that advanced chest is uh, pretty hardcore chest program yeah so yeah, it's like it's, yeah that's too much and yeah. you know and i just left it at that yeah you're gonna hit a limit there and that's cool you, you tested your limits you found out then you backed off you tried the core class that was too much you backed off um that's interesting so i guess what what, what was your total workout time per day it sounds like you were an hour an hour and a half would, per day yeah i was at an hour and a half uh every day mm-hmm. yeah and then how many days could you sustain that till you finally had to take a day off <clears throat> You know, I did pretty good without having no days off. There was uh, actually through that whole 12 weeks, <clears throat> I maybe took seven days off. Wow. And no injuries to speak of? Just everything felt good? No, nope, no. Nope. I, I kept everything, you know, to my strict form. You know, what's funny, though, is I did get injured right after it, right after AT12. I was doing a deadlift and did something in my back, just didn't feel right, and... um and that happened to be, you know, when I went on vacation and through that vacation, just kind of doing nothing, it healed it up. Oh, good. So you feel you're better now. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. And so, okay, so that that's interesting. So you pushed pretty hard. That's hardly any rest days, and so you never 
got to a point where you felt like you were overtrained, and when you did add too much extra stuff, you just pulled it away. Yep, yep, yep. yeah. I felt good all the way through uh, going with that volume. Well, and I, I didn't find any problem with it at all. You know, I was uh, energized. I wasn't sore. You know, I just kept that good pump. I kept everything to good form. I did try to uh, trying to get through my workouts quicker. There was a few weeks I tried doing, like, you know, the day one and day five where you got the squats and the bench press. Mm-hmm. I would try to superset them, mm-hmm. but, yeah, that didn't work very long. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much, too, because then I was having to sacrifice, you know, of, uh, of both of them. You know, I just wasn't able to come with the same intensity with it. So, yeah, there's but always... I was trying, you know, I was like, how can I speed these workouts up? Yeah, you just can't. You just can't. Yeah. There's no... The rest is there. I mean, when you're pushing those that style of workout, you just can't change it. Otherwise, you'd have to drop the weight so low that you're just doing a pseudo-cardio workout that you just happen to be squatting and bench pressing as your form factor versus just running. It, yeah. That's how light you'd have to go on both exercises to pull that off, and then it would be like, well, I'm not, not actually weight training anymore. I'm just sort of – I'm doing cardio, but I've just chose these two exercises as my way of doing cardio. So it's – and I, I know people get impatient and they always want the workout to go faster, but that that speed sacrifices your intensity. And then now, in your oh, whenever you try to speed up and speed up, then form becomes the next thing that you give up on. So you give up on yeah. intensity and weight. Then you then you start giving a little bit up on form, and then it's like, well, if you if you know, just go for a run or just don't do this workout. <laughs> you know, it just has to take that much time to get the result. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's for sure, and that's I always uh, I always keep that in my mind. You know, it's uh, my failure is you know when form is breaking. So, and a lot of times, especially with like bench pressing, it's like I keep the weight fairly light. You know, and especially with dumbbells, and I find that I get a better workout keeping it light, where I can actually flex. You know, my especially with dumbbells. You know, I bring it to the top and bring in Squeeze. and, you know, yeah, flex the, the, it the weight's just there. The weight is just there to force you to flex the muscle. Mm. Yeah. If we yeah, were all good that. enough at concentrating on a muscle contraction, we wouldn't need weight at all. You could just you could just flex the muscle itself repeatedly, and that's enough. It's just yeah. that it's very hard to do that, and it's hard to do that through a full range of motion. Like, most people can just you know, just hold their hands together in front of them and squeeze their chest and that would flex their, but that, but you don't do it all the way through the full range, right? So you, you're getting yeah. like only one range of, of contraction. So the weights are just, uh, just a tool. They don't, they don't mean anything. It's, it's not about how much weight you lift. It's how much muscle activation you can produce. And, and the longer I've trained, the more I've recognize that you can just squeeze them. You can get more activation if you think about it. And it's not, a, it's not about, heavier and heavier weights yeah because i can you know especially with uh benching with dumbbells which i prefer to use dumbbells i do do the barbell too just to get a variety mm-hmm. but as far as dumbbells it's like if i grab like 80 85 90s and bench them and then grab 55 pounds i like the 55 pounds better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah, you can move both but which feeling. Yeah, but one of them is just moving the weights, and the other one you've got more control over which muscle's actually doing the moving. Yeah, yeah. Because the other ones, I just 
feel it moving, but I'm like, all right, where where was that even going? What muscles were I using? You know, I, I know I'm using chest, but it seems like when you start going heavier, it starts uh, getting more in your back and your shoulders and kind of everywhere, you know, where oh, you keep it lighter and it's like I can really force it in my chest. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's that. That's one of the other hurdles guys have to get over. One of them is they're b- watching their body get lighter and maybe some measurements, and the other one's not lifting as heavy. And but you end up looking bigger and stronger and better. You look, yeah. You, the look, uh, all of the opposite things you think you need to do turn into what you need to do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You need to get lighter and you need to lift lighter, and then you'll look bigger. And that's people just like, uh, that doesn't make any sense to them. But that's that's how it works. All right, yeah, so, I think lift big, you know, lift big, get big. Yeah. Uh, you know, not always. No, not really. That's what majority of the people are doing, and you don't. See them changing. Well, it's like lift big, eat big, get big, and the actual translation is move a lot of weight and get fat. Yeah, is yeah, kinda... and that's the majority of the people yeah. in the gym. The gym. Yeah, they're just trying to force it. Especially we... guys, you know, it's like they're in there lifting big weight with big bellies. Yeah, and we all did it. I did it. I mean, we all did it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, well, we're at the end here, so what's your advice to other guys listening who might jump into the next contest or where you, you know, they're at right now where you were, you know, 180, 190 pounds and just like, what's your, what's your advice for them to make the real change this year? Yeah. My advice would be, you know, just follow RTD, trust the calculator, trust the workouts, uh, keep it simple. You know, don't try to overcomplicate things. Um, you always have that, uh, in your mind, you know, like, oh, I need to change something or do something different to get better results. But, you know, just keep it simple and find what works best for you to keep it simple. All right. That's a good place to leave it. So, well, well, congratulations on the win. Um, the pictures look great. And for Chad Frakes, I'm John Barbin, and that's your Adonis Index Podcast. <laughs>